Chapter 3 Getting In Justin Hawley sat in the dark glider, his long legs cramped up almost to his chest, his seatbelt buckled across his shoulder and lap, the parachute strapped to his back. He'd been sitting like this for many hours. The glider was completely sealed. His little cockpit let in no light. Hawley had no idea what direction the mother plane had carried him. All he knew for certain was that at some predetermined point, just before the jet came within radar range of outer heaven, the glider had been released. Soon it would lose enough altitude to come in low and escape enemy radar detection. Later, at some other preset time, the explosive bolts of the glider's cockpit cover would release, and Hawley would parachute out and down into the unknown. From there, he'd be on his own. The sudden sound of the cockpit bolts exploding startled Hawley, but the instant his eject seat hurled him out of the glider, every one of his senses was on red alert. The chute opened without effort, unfurled like a giant silken sail, and carried Solid Snake silently to Earth. He snapped the lines free and gathered the folds of the chute into a bundle he could carry. Now he looked around him, trying to see something, anything, but visibility was zero. Hawley had landed in complete darkness, in the middle of what felt like, and smelt like, jungle. Trees and vines were all around him, and there was a heavy, warm mist rising from the jungle floor. Seeing anything at all was impossible. Down and safe, he spoke into his compass, hoping that someone at Foxhound Command was online and was monitoring him. All around him, Hawley heard the sound of the jungle, of wild beasts, night stalkers, and killer animals. It was too dark to travel. He'd have to wait until dawn. Climbing up into a nearby tree, Hawley disturbed a sleeping tribe of little red monkeys who scattered through the branches, angrily chattering. Justin wrapped the parachute around him and settled into the crotch of the tree to grab a few hours of uneasy sleep. He didn't know when he'd get the chance to rest again. Three hours later, Hawley awoke. Although the sun could barely pass through the thick jungle canopy, enough light penetrated to rouse Hawley. All of his senses on red alert, he looked around him in every direction. Apart from the animal and bird sounds of early morning, there was nothing. Justin climbed down silently to the jungle floor and set out on his mission, the search for outer heaven. Some highly developed instinct, the result of his snake-men training, led his feet west. He noticed that there were fewer birds and monkeys in that direction, and fewer animals always spells the dangerous presence of man. Animals were far from stupid. They could teach man a few tricks about survival in hostile terrain. So west Holly went, keeping low and as quiet as possible. As he moved without sound through the jungle, Justin Hawley found himself suddenly in a patch of jungle growth that was fouled by a strong, almost sickening odor. His nose wrinkled. Solid Snake recognized that smell. Panther musk. It might be a useful weapon. Rubbing himself against the jungle plants, Hawley let the heavy, musky cat smell seep into his suit of camos. Now he smelled exactly like a jungle killer. Other animals would keep out of his way, unless, of course, he should bump into another male panther. 
Then he'd be in for the battle of his life. Solid Snake smiled at the thought of himself in a catfight, although it would be no laughing matter if it actually happened. At last, after three more miles of trudging through dense, dank vegetation, Justin Hawley saw light ahead. That could only mean a clearing. A man-made clearing. Trees had been cut down around a huge circle, several miles wide, and the leafy canopy had a large hole in it now. Sunlight poured down. Careful now. Hawley crouched down and edged forward very slowly. On the edge of the clearing, he stopped. Bingo. Three military trucks with a strange insignia painted on their sides were parked in the clearing, two of them close together and the third one much further off. The insignia, a grinning, fanged reptile entwined around a twisted, broken tree, was something Hawley didn't recognize, but it had a menacing quality that struck a familiar chord deep inside him. It told him that Metal Gear wasn't far away. Beyond the trucks, about half a mile away and surrounded by a high electrified fence, stood a vast compound of sealed-off buildings. They appeared to be made of cast concrete or heavy stone and they had no visible windows. Solid Snake grinned. The satellite photos of Foxhound Command were on target. This massive and menacing compound must be outer heaven. Solid Snake sat back and spoke softly into his compass. I think I meant mission site. I have visual ID of potential target. Looks like outer heaven, guys. He waited a minute, hoping for a reply. Maybe a beep of some kind to let him know that his home base had him on the computer screen. But there was no return transmission. Was the monitoring system working, or had he been cut off from Foxhound Command? He'd have to locate a radio transceiver as soon as possible to find out. Justin stood up carefully, looking in every direction. As he did, the jungle silence was broken by a sudden, ear-splitting chorus of snarls and growls. Six barking killer dogs, giant half-starved Dobermans, burst out of one of the trucks. Their fangs were enormous, white and sharp. Their powerful jaws dripped foamy saliva. Snapping and howling, they raced toward Holly at top speed.